0: The Hollywood writer strike is over. We'll take a look at what's in their new contract. We'll also break down a new lawsuit targeting Amazon. I'm Jeff Pierre, and this is The 7 from The Washington Post. Today is Wednesday, September 27th. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 stories. At number one, a New York judge found that Donald Trump committed business fraud for a decade. The judge ruled yesterday that the former president and his company committed fraud by inflating his net worth. The ruling means that Trump's company will no longer have the authority to do business in New York, where it has its headquarters. Trump is facing a $250 million lawsuit, which goes to trial in civil court next week. This ruling will narrow the focus of that trial. Trump does not face prison time in this case, but he does in his four ongoing criminal cases— Meanwhile, Trump is still running for president. He's the frontrunner in the race for the Republican presidential nomination. But he's skipping the second debate tonight. That event airs at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox and Univision. The Senate moved forward on a deal to avert a government shutdown. That's our second story this morning. The deal came together last night. It would fund the government for six weeks. Without additional funding, the government will shut down at 12.01 a.m. on Sunday. The short-term funding bill includes additional money for domestic disaster relief and for Ukraine, which has been a sticking point among some Republicans in the House. It still needs to clear a final vote in the Senate. Then it faces an uncertain future in the House. So the path toward avoiding a shutdown is still unclear. A shutdown could wreak havoc on federally funded programs, including some Medicare services and even passport operations. Number three, a fire at an Iraqi wedding hall has killed at least 100 people. The fire was apparently started by fireworks that accompanied the celebration in northern Iraq last night. At least 150 people were injured. Footage from the wedding hall showed flaming debris falling from above as guests ran to escape. Local media reported that the hall was covered in flammable panels. It collapsed under the heat of the blaze. The government has ordered an investigation into the causes of the fire. At number four. The U.S. and 17 states filed a major lawsuit against Amazon yesterday. The Federal Trade Commission said Amazon is an illegal monopoly. The company was accused of abusing its power to squeeze merchants and thwart rivals. The lawsuit claims this has led to higher prices and lower quality goods for the millions of Americans who shop on Amazon. This lawsuit is the biggest regulatory threat to Amazon in its nearly 30-year history. The FTC didn't immediately say how it might want a court to fix Amazon's alleged illegal actions. One potential fix includes breaking the company into parts. It could also be forced to change how it does business. A disclaimer here, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos owns the post, and our interim CEO sits on Amazon's board. The Hollywood writer strike is over. That is story number five. The Writers Guild of America's leadership voted to end their strike starting today. It means that members can return to work while they wait to vote to approve their new contract next week. After nearly five months of picketing, strikers reflected on the WGA's long walkout. I think it's fundamentally changed me, not only as a person and as a writer, but on my views and the power of unions. We, we're we, the collective is bigger, and it involves more than one organization. And all the organized labor around the country seems to be watching everybody else. So it's a it's a labor movement, like it's a labor movement like what happened in the early 20th century. It feels like it we're it's a resurrection of that. The new contract is a three-year deal. It achieved many of the union's goals. It secures minimum staffing levels, residuals from streaming shows, and protections against the use of artificial intelligence and script writing. While the writers are back to work, Hollywood actors remain on strike. But industry insiders are confident that they can reach a deal within weeks. At number six, we remember Baltimore baseball legend Brooks Robinson, who died yesterday. The Hall of Famer helped the Orioles win the World Series in 1966 and 1970. Here's a clip of the moment they won the 1966 title. After two quick strikes, McNally pitches again, and Johnson flies to center. Blair is there. He takes it, and the Orioles are the new world champions. Robinson was known as the human vacuum cleaner for the way he sucked up ground balls at third base. He's considered the best defensive third baseman of all time, and he remained one of Baltimore's best-loved athletes long after his retirement in 1977. He was 86 years old. And our last story today, number seven. A NASA astronaut is returning to Earth after a record 371 days in space. Frank Rubio originally planned to spend six months on the International Space Station. But that time was doubled after a coolant leak was discovered on the spacecraft that was originally meant to bring him home. NASA and Russia's space agency had to send a replacement. In over a year in space, Rubio orbited the Earth 5,963 times. He passed the time by growing tomatoes and conducting extra experiments about the effects of long-term spaceflight on the human body. His mission set the record for the longest continuous flight by an American. Rubio is expecting to land in Kazakhstan around 7 a.m. Eastern. After that, he'll finally get to see his family again. He said he's looking forward to relaxing in his quiet backyard in Miami. That's the show for today. If you don't already listen to our evening news podcast, Post Reports, please check it out. That's where you can hear my colleagues from around the newsroom digging in on exclusive reporting from The Post. Just search for Post Reports wherever you listen to podcasts and be sure to subscribe to the show. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours.